Stack on the side of the road with RAA Road Service Patrols just around the corner. All it takes is a quick call. Then you can get back to the important stuff, like listening to Beck and Soda's podcast. Become a member today. T's and C's apply. Visit raa.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, South Australia. Good morning, Soda Man. Oh, g'day, Beck. How are you going? All right? Yeah, I'm fine. No, you're not. <laughs> come on. Come on. You've come in. You're a little antsy. And you have every reason to because... You have been victimised by a geriatric. I don't call him that. Actually, I don't think he's listening. I had a Lara Bingle. He, mate, I'll tell you what he's listening to. <laughs> he would have been up at five. I oh, know. Yeah, he would have been up at he's five. He's ABC Radio National. Absolutely. And he's not turning it off all day. Look, you pay me out about my parking all the time, and yep. I acknowledge I'm no good, but I swear yesterday's Lara Bingle in a chemist car park was not my fault. What happened? <laughs> I basically pulled in. All I needed was to cross the road and get some dog food. Mm-hmm. And I sat there. I, I never get straight out of the car. I always check my phone in case something's happened in the last 10 minutes that I was in my car. And I hear this thud and the car moves. Oh, and no. this old bloke has backed straight into me. Terrible feeling, isn't it? You it's know, when horrible. you just go, oh, you go oh. there's paperwork, there's everything. Exactly. All right. What was his excuse? And I got out and he goes, oh, but you, you weren't there when I went into the chemist. Thanks, Sherlock. <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm here now. Oh, that was his excuse. You, but you weren't there before. Oh, no. That car park was empty before. Oh. Was he a nice fella? Look, we you made up. say no. We made up in the end, but I did, I, he did sort of imply that maybe I was pulling, pulling out at the same time, right. which I wasn't. And then another guy stopped and said, look, I can witness it for you. Yeah. And then he kind of went, well, if you're going to get witnesses, I'm going to drive off. What? And then I turned on the waterworks. <laughs> oh, Really? I just was because I just James had a little um, bingle. Someone yep. rear-ended him last week, mm-hmm. and then he had a car accident. <laughs> He's a grumpy just, old man. And I just thought I I don't have the headspace, the bandwidth to deal with this. So I just started crying. I was in my gym gear. Oh, I'd come from Pilates, so I just had a little a little weep in the car park. <laughs> oh no, poor bugger! <laughs> poor, poor old bugger! No, you <laughs> stuff him. <laughs> And so he's teed off on you because you've used the parking spot and you weren't there earlier. He, yeah, he, he he calmed down, but he did imply that I shouldn't have parked directly behind him. Oh, poor right. Beck. Oh, Beck. <laughs> Thank Seriously. you. Come Thank on, you. mate. I know. So it wasn't a good day for me yesterday. I was a bit hot and bothered. Hot and bothered in the car park. Anyway. What we'll day aren't you a hot mess, Beck? Uh, thank you. Oh, hello. This is Workday Nicole in early, darling. Yeah, look, you've got me up early this morning. Only right. two people in Adelaide I'll get up early for. Jeez. <laughs> Does that mean you've got to work all through the day or has no. the boss Flack actually been kind and... We'll push Sean Craig Murphy into that, won't we? Right. <laughs> nice to have Good a bit work. more girl power in Bracky. Welcome, yeah, Nicole. Yeah, look out, Soda. Excellent. Out. You're in trouble. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Well, Beck, this is a great opportunity to really pay tribute to someone who's been so important to your life. I love this. It's our thank back. Sometimes you just assume that people know that mm. you're grateful for them, but you don't ever actually have a chance to articulate it properly. Right. So we will help you thank someone. All you need to do is register at safm.com.au. Okay. Lisa from Manapara joins us this morning. She has nominated her gym coach, Sam. Lisa, can you tell us your story? Well, nine years ago, um, my life got turned upside down. I was married, my two children, Mm. 12 and 16 at the time. Um, One night, my husband just said to me, I don't love you anymore. And I just shattered my life. It shattered my girl's life. And I just felt like I had to start over and I didn't know where to start. And I was in a really 
unhealthy space as well. Yes. I um, ate a lot of junk food, go to the shop, get a yep. block of chocolate. That was my life. Um, extremely overweight. Yeah. And that shattered my confidence as well. So, Lisa, can I ask, from your background, had you been sporty or fit earlier in your not life? Not at all. Never? No, not at all. Not even at school. Like when right. sports days come up, I would run and hide. <laughs> when you say extremely overweight, I'm looking at you now and there's nothing of you. You're a tiny little ball of muscle. So there's been a huge transformation. Who's responsible for that transformation? I have to thank um, a CrossFit gym that I go to yep. and a coach there. Without that support, mm. I wouldn't be where I am today. So you walked into that gym and how long after your marriage had ended did you walk in? I walked in about nine months later. Right. So it so took me a bit of time to get there. Those nine months, bloody hard? Really hard. Hardest time of your life? Hardest time of my life ever and hardest time for my girl's life. But I needed to do something for them mm. and to do something for them, I needed to help myself. So that's when I walked through those gym doors. And So what was it like walking through those doors for the first time? As soon as I walked through that door, the coaches there were just so welcoming and the environment and the people there just drawed me in and off I went. And how long ago was that? That was eight years ago. Wow. Right. Uh, to look at you now, like Beck mentioned there, you, you look fit, you look happy, you look strong. Um, you just look like a really happy, positive person. And to go through such trauma to then get to that point, um, it must be a bloody tough road. It was really hard, but I had the support. Yes. And Sam believed in me every step of the way and just gave me that confidence. Yeah. And looking back, like I didn't even know it at the time, but looking at those little things that he yeah. actually did, yep. built my confidence. He took my girls under his wing and they, they do um, join the gym as well. So, right. Yeah. So Sam has essentially changed your life. Absolutely. Right. And what is it about Sam that you found able to motivate you and get you into this whole different lifestyle? It wasn't just the physical sort of fitness stuff. Um, he took the time to take all three of us aside and talk about mm -hmm. nutrition and health and, and food and develop that relationship with food, not to feel guilty about it, but yep. to go, this is nourishing your body yeah. and be healthy. Physically, how do you feel? Amazing. Yeah. Really fit, really healthy. Um, more importantly, mentally, how do you feel? 100% amazing. Gave me confidence, just not in like the gym respect, but in work aspect of life. And yep. And what did you learn about yourself going through all this? I learned that I can do anything <laughs> that I put my mind to. And I learned that I've got two beautiful girls yes. and beautiful people around me. Awesome. Right. Well, we've got Sam in here under false pretenses. He doesn't mm. know why he's here. So let's drag him in and you can um, say some of those things to his face and thank him personally. Okay. Righto, let's go and get him. SAFM's Bank Bank. Give back to someone who's helped you with Beck and Soda. Thank you, thank you. We're chatting with Lisa from Manopara and she has opened up about how her gym coach, Sam, has absolutely transformed not only her body but also her life. Now, Sam has no idea why he's here, Beck. <laughs> Lisa, Sam is looking very confused. <laughs> why don't you tell him why he's here? Well, I've brought you here today to tell you that you've not only changed my life, but transformed it in ways that I could never have imagined. Nine years ago, when my husband told me that he didn't love me anymore, my world fell apart and I was lost and I was struggling to find my identity. Little did I know that walking through the doors of your gym would be the moment that changed my life forever. Your coaching has been more than just physical fitness. 
You've supported me, motivated me and believed in me even when I didn't believe in myself. You've helped me become a better version of myself and for that I'm forever grateful. And this is the way I wanted to thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Sam, that's why you're here. Beautiful. Beautiful. That is amazing. Uh, Lisa shared her story with us a little bit before. And from the sound of those words, mate, you've played such a key role. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm speechless. Hey? I don't even know what to say. I'm still in shock with this whole scenario that's going on. What do you remember but, about Lisa the first time she walked through the doors of your gym? Yeah, I, I remember the, 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 the actual, she said when she went through the, the divorce and whatnot, I remember like the papers being brought into the, into the gym. That was vividly remembered. And she wasn't the person you see before us now. She, mm. um, yeah, she walked out that gym like in tears. Mm. And then, um, Needless to say, I wasn't too sure if she was ever going to come back, and surely she did, and she's still with us today. I mean, eight years, I think, and sort of changed her life in a positive manner, which is good to see. This is what we, we do while we do it. Lise, can I ask you, if there's someone listening in now that's going through a crap time and their life's been turned upside down for whatever reason like yours was, what would you say to them? Just find something you love and stick to it and believe that people are there for you. Mm. Sam's face. Uh, yeah, just... like I said, I'm, I'm completely blown away and just shocked that I'm sitting even here. <laughs> yeah. You look really lost. I'm, yeah, I'm spun out. Okay. It's a good point. When you started your gym and your business, yep. I, I assume you had all these great intentions to make a difference in people's lives? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it makes it worthwhile, right? Yeah, I mean, there is long hours, early mornings, late nights. And when you hear these sort of stories, I mean, it, it, it's just why we do what we do, right? Right, Beck. Well, we've got a few little things we'd like yeah. to do for Sam on behalf of Lisa to show how grateful yeah. she is from her and it's, her daughters. It's not just Lisa sitting here and saying thank you. We want to give you um, some presents as well. So first of all, um, we think that everyone should know about CrossFit Northern Adelaide. So we are going to give you a $5,000 advertising package on SAFM and across our social media platforms yeah, wow. so we awesome. can get more people through the doors. Um, Fantastic. Brilliant. All right, we're going to pump it up because where, whereabouts are you located? Yeah, so we're located in uh, 211 Wiley Street, Elizabeth South. You like your footy, mate? You love footy. Who do you back for? All the Crows, yeah. Yeah, sorry to hear that. But yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> well, I know you love the Crows, right? So what we're going to do is get you and your wife, Megan, to go along to a Crows game next year. You're going to be part of the Guard of Honour on the ground. Yeah, as wow. the boys run out. So you get to be part of the action. And then we're going to set you guys up in some fantastic tickets on the listener deck so you get the whole VIP experience for oh, the wow. game, food, drinks, and so forth, which would be great. That sounds amazing. And we also have a surprise for you and Megan. Um, I know you've got a baby. You can either get a babysitter or take her along. <laughs> We've got a night for you at Hotel Alba, yep. Adelaide's newest hotel on South Terrace. So you can have some overnight accommodation, some brekkie, a late checkout. Um, yeah, please yourself whether you bring the baby. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Now, we'll, we'll, we'll love that. That'd be Brilliant. great. Well, I can imagine now, because having such a little one, your life's full. Beautiful. Thank you. I can hear her, I think I can hear her crying right now. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be wonderful. Mate, we think what you've been doing for your clients, and particularly Lisa and her girls, is it's not great. It's beyond that. It's life-changing, isn't it, Lisa? Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's actually interesting. My my wife and I were talking about today how you know if you can impact one person's life, like the flow and effect to everyone else's. We were literally having this conversation this morning, mm. and it sort of just is an example of what you can do by just changing one person's life. They can go off and mm-hmm. impact others as well in ways yep. you didn't even think was possible. So that's great. Great message, Sam. Thank you. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh.
Look at these trending topics. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Uh, so I'm, out. So. I'm out of the contest. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! You're so good looking. That's <laughs> my favorite show. I love it so much. And I am so excited that Jerry Seinfeld mm-hmm. has hinted a reunion Ooh. or possibly a redo of the controversial final episode. Okay. Have you seen the yeah, last one? Yeah, they end up in jail. Yeah. Is that right? And then they have all these different people from throughout the series come and visit them. Um, oh, you're a big Seinfeld fan. What did you think of the last show? Yeah, okay. Big Seinfeld fan, early Seinfeld fan. I need to confess, I haven't seen the final episode. I heard what? how crap it was and then I didn't watch what it. You, what do you mean you didn't? I didn't see watch the final it. Episode. I'd kind Come of on. like, I'd kind of phased it out of my life really? when, when it got to whatever season that was. But I would love to see a reunion. I love Julia Louis Dreyfus, mm-hmm. uh, what she did in Veep. Uh, her, the, the Elaine dance is still one of the it's greatest good, moments in television. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a listen to what Jerry Seinfeld's hinted at. I have a little secret for you about the ending. Here's what I'll tell you, okay? Something is going to happen that has to do with that ending. And just what you are thinking about, Larry and I have also been thinking about. So you'll see. That's right. Larry David, the writer. Absolutely. Um, so we don't know, would it be like them all getting together and then talking about the show as a special? Which or would is it what be, Friends did. Yeah, or would it be them actually, you know, producing a whole other sitcom episode? I would episode? love them to redo a last episode or even do a reunion episode because that Friends reunion was a bit of a fizzer. It was them sitting on a couch just discussing. Is that what it was? Yeah. I don't remember that one. Yeah, they just sat there and, and uh, okay. went, remember this, remember this. Remember that show, Will and Grace? Yeah. I think they did a whole new show when they did their reunion as opposed to just, you know, reliving past glories. I think along with Friends, Seinfeld is the greatest television show ever made. In terms of quotes, how often do you use those quotes in everyday life? I use them daily. Are you uh, either a Seinfeld or a Friends fan? Can you be both? More Seinfeld. Yeah, but can people yeah. be both or are you sort of yeah, always you can be a- both. Oh. Yeah. I just love that it's a show about nothing. Mm. Uh, now, Pete Davidson, he of BDE fame. What's BDE? Uh, BDE. You know what BDE is? No, I don't. Is that? Energy that comes from big, big things. No, I don't. You've what never do you, heard what of is BDE? <laughs> no. Is that, like, is that a show? Well, okay. So, no. So, Pete Davidson... I think it, it's fair to say is not that much to look at, but he right. pulls the most incredible chicks. Like Kim Kardashian, who else has he dated? Ariana Grande. Oh, right. Um, Harry's girl. <laughs> What's her <laughs> name? <laughs> Just all the hot Harry chicks. Harry Styles girl. All yeah. the hotties he's dated. So, but who is he? He's a Saturday Night Live um, comedian. Right, okay. Anyway, it's not just him. Well, he's been very lucky in love, but his mum's been a little unlucky in love, and he's told Jimmy Fallon he'd like to find mum someone. And I'm really excited uh, just because, like, uh, I'm trying to find my mom, like, someone to date. Oh. Yeah, she hasn't been with anybody in, like, 23 years. So, like, yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah, and uh, she's a good catch. She is. Yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah, and it's, like, you know, brand new down there. So, oh. If, uh... Jeez. I can't talk about your mum's bits. Absolutely, you, you just cannot. Can't, but he did. Wow. <laughs> what, what? After 23 years, it regrows? <laughs> well, it certainly sounds like um, mum's not playing dead like the frogs, is it? She's out there ready to have a crack. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, I love the innocence of little kids. And unfortunately, what happens is, uh, as little kids, we all grow up and then get tainted by the real world. And then no. all the stresses and responsibilities come in, and it just changes your mindset. Got to try and play as kids all the time. So the other day I was driving the car 
and I had eight-year-old Sienna and seven-year-old Otis sitting along there. Anyway, Sienna, just, you know, there's random thoughts that come out of the bottom. And she goes, hey, Dad, in the olden days, was everything black and white? And I stopped and went, and then she said, so when did everything turn into color? (laughs) And and I thought about it. I thought, you know what? I used to think the same thing. Because photos were black and white. Because, you know, I show, we've got a photo up of um, my grandmother and grandfather Mm. in the house. And she knows that's a great nan and great pop and it's black and white. Mm. So she just assumed everything was black and white. And I thought I did too. Because you used to watch like old movies like of footy highlights yeah. from the 60s or something and see something. And when go, you were playing for Sturt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when Sturt were very good actually. <laughs> and you'd look at that and go, it's hard to believe that everything was colour when you've only ever seen it in black and white. Yeah. And I thought, what a curious little mind at eight to think that. The things you believe. Yeah. I remember as a child, not that you would ever eat on the toilet, but I was told if you eat on the toilet, you mm. can die Why? because your digestive system can't deal with digesting oh. and expelling at the same time so it just shuts down and you die on the toilet. In and out. In and out. You so can't do in and out. Did your mum tell you that? I had a friend at school tell me, right. don't eat on the toilet or you'll die. That would deter you from eating on the toilet. I mean, I don't think I would for hygiene reasons anyway, but I... Come on. <laughs> Come on. Do you eat on the toilet? Well, not dinner, but I might have had a <laughs> oh, snack. No. I mean, you might be having a snack and need to go. <laughs> just carry, actually, carrying a music actually, bone with you. I had... Um, <laughs> you did not what? I had a Zupa Duper on the toilet oh! yesterday. At least it's all in plastic. Yeah, exactly. Well, I needed to go and I was enjoying it. It was about my fifth Zupa Duper back to back to back to back. And um, I was sitting on the toilet. Uh, right. ten <laughs> sixty. What did you believe as a kid? I bet you there are other people there that thought the world was black and white, no doubt. Thirteen ten sixty. give us a buzz or send us a text on the Automasters text line 0488 What did you believe as a kid? That Now you know, of course. Lisa from Elizabeth Downs. What was it? Hi, guys. How are you going? Terrific. Good. That's good. Um, so when I was a kid, probably about seven or eight years old, I thought that drinking and driving – was illegal, like drinking anything like water, iced coffee, Coke, oh. anything like that. And one day I was driving with my mum and she was drinking an iced coffee and I was like crying, freaking out, thinking that we we're going to get in trouble with the police. Holly <laughs> <laughs> in Hackham, what did you believe as a kid? Um, I believe that the hazard lights in the car, when you turn them on, it would eject the seats like in the cartoons and you'd go flying <laughs> through the ceiling. <laughs> um, Holly, were you actually told that by a parent or did you just come up with it yourself when you were little? No, my dad told me. So he didn't want us pressing all the buttons in the car when he was driving. So he was like, no, 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 you can't press that one. We'll go, go flying. <laughs> Can you remember the first time you pressed it? Yeah, so um, I was really apprehensive and wouldn't press the button. And then when he passed away, I was telling my papa and he was like, no, 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 you can press the button. What a beautiful memory of your dad. How good's that? <laughs> yeah, no, it's gorgeous. We always have a good chuckle about it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Rhiannon in Murray Bridge, what did you believe as a kid? Um, I believe that you couldn't have pet fish in the hills because they would explode with the change in air pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Rhiannon, was that like um, with Holly before? Was that passed on from someone in the family? That was 100% my dad, and what? I believed it for months until I saw a pet shop, and I'm like, hang on a minute. <laughs> so clearly he just didn't want to have goldfish as pets. That was 100% the goal, yeah. Rhiannon, how old were you when you saw a pet shop? 
Uh, well, it was one in the hills. I was like twelve or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine little Nemo. Boom. Brilliant. Oh, Rhiannon, thank you so much. Okay, here we go. Jamie from Elizabeth. Righto, Jamie. As a youngster, what did you believe? Um, I thought for years that a cardiologist made greeting cards. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't. It wasn't until I was thirty years old that I worked out that a cardiologist, a cardiologist, was a heart doctor. Jamie, did you say thirteen or thirty? Thirty. Ah. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. We'll drop you off at school in a Ferrari, a Lambo, or a Rolls, Benz, or Bugatti. Fire engine, I don't know, whatever you want. Beck and Soda's Deluxe Drop-Off. Hey, Beck, probably a good thing it is school holidays at the moment. No one's doing school drop-off mm. because it is absolutely pelting outside. Yes. It's dark. We're, yeah, we're looking out here on the 13th floor on Franklin Street and it is cats and dogs out there. Um, you know, yesterday I actually got sunburnt. Were you tanning? No. <laughs> Were I was having. You uh, no, I went to go and have a swim and that sort of thing. Were you in your budgies? No, no, I was um, wearing... Uh, board shorts, thank okay, you very much. Good to know. Um, mental picture. Uh, but I didn't even put any sunscreen on because I thought, oh, well, you know, just a little bit of sun. And actually got burnt. And then you look at today. It's that El Nino thing, isn't it? We're talking weather again and you know what you say when we talk weather. Yeah, but this is legit weather. Okay. This isn't just nice day for it. Yeah, you think it? we've run out of things yeah. to say when we Jeez. talk about the weather. How's the heat, mate? Yeah, hot enough for you. All right, <laughs> if you want to register to go back to school in style on the first day back next week, you can register today if your name starts with H. Yeah, you might be a uh, Harry or a Heidi. M. Uh, what about a Mia or a Michael? And E. Uh, Eden or Elijah. So if your name starts with any of those letters, you want to go to school in style in a beautiful Zagami sports car, make sure you get someone to register for you at safm.com.au. Now, we've done something a little differently. No mm-hmm. school this week. Yes. So yesterday, we said, give us a call if you'd like a deluxe drop-off to work. Mm. And we got some great calls, but we have decided that we're going to give Alison from Overham a little surprise now because she works in the funeral industry. She does. And gets around in a... Well, her vehicle of choice is a hearse. <laughs> But I think she wanted a Ferrari. So let's give Alison a call now and surprise her and we'll get her to work in style tomorrow. Hello, Alison speaking. G'day, Alison. Beck and Soda, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> very good, very good. Now, Alison, you called us up yesterday and told us about your fantastic job and the car that you normally get around in. Yeah, I normally get around in a hearse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, Alison, we've decided that because you're normally getting around in that hearse, that we need to make sure that you go to work in style tomorrow. Um, what was the sort of car that you said you'd love, your dream car? Well, I thought it may be a Ferrari. Yep. Might push the boundaries a bit, but yes, I'm more than happy. I'm very grateful, guys. That's wonderful news. Uh, you got a colour in mind? Oh, red always goes fast. Well, a we have got a fast red Ferrari for you. Oh. you to, I just got to check, though. You don't need to take any bodies to work oh, at all. I'm not God. sure they'll fit in the boot. <laughs> I think we'll be all right tomorrow. Maybe just transport some ashes. Yeah. Come back. Because he's got the little front boot, Beck, remember? Can't be anything too big. Um, Alison, we are going to get you to work in style with our deluxe drop-off. Um, which funeral home do you work for? I work for White Lady Funerals. Oh, brilliant. So I'll have my lovely red hat and my pearls on for you. Yes. Do you actually wear those hats? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> nice. Do you wear it in the car when you drive to work? 
Well, not really. You get looked at it a little funny, but definitely in the hearse. You have to have it on in the hearse. All right. Can you wear it in the Ferrari for us, please? Oh, now you're asking. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, though, you do a wonderful job with people at their at their lowest. So thank you for that service that you oh, offer the community. Mate. Thank you. Yeah. I had to redeem myself with that terrible <laughs> gag about the ashes. Yes, well, it's true. The people do end up at their lowest. Um, Alison, thank you so much. Can we say that? Yeah. yeah, I mean, is it too soon? We're not talking about anyone in particular. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you've got to laugh or you'll cry. Exactly. There, exactly. Well, Alison, we will have a magnificent red Ferrari courtesy of Zagami coming to take you to work, and all you need to do is wear your white lady hat. Oh, thank you. <laughs> have fun, Alison. Send us some photos. Bye. Yeah, absolutely. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, I need to tell you about something I was just reading about, okay? Um, it's about female frogs. Oh, wow. You're reading the Nature Journal again. <laughs> yes. Um, now, what I've discovered is that some researchers have been looking at the behaviour of female frogs, particularly when the male frogs are a little um, uh, enthusiastic, you know, that sort of time when the uh, the blood gets flowing through the male frogs. Right. Exactly, I'm Barry. That's what, what we're talking down. about. Did you know that 33% of female frogs play dead when a creepy Kermit sneaks up and is ready for a bit of green action. Did you know that? Can relate. Research uh, on a third of all female frogs. That's a big stat. That's massive. So it's, it's you like get frog your frog, imagine him sort of sneak up and it's g'day Beck. Let's Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca. And says, right, let's get it on. And then you just lie dead. It's actually called tonic immobility. I love it. How's that? I love it. It's genius. Um, and then they've looked back and they said that it was first discovered in 1758. <laughs> so for that many years, female frogs, and they've passed it off onto each other, obviously, they play dead when the male's keen for a bit of action. <laughs> what do you mean perfect? <laughs> what about the poor Kermit that rocks up there feeling a little excited? And he goes, well, hang on. Jeez. It takes... No to, pulse. It takes two to make a baby frog. That is absolutely ridiculous. So we go from frogs there, I was reading about that, and then I've come across also, speaking of uh, creatures that swim around in the waters, what about in Queensland, right, at a crocodile farm? <laughs> 3,000 crocodiles are housed in this farm, back, right? And a chopper came above the, ho- the farm. Yeah. And it actually started a frenzy of mating. The chopper did? Yes, absolutely. So what happened was... Right, this chopper's going across and it's flying really low. Mm. And then all the big male crocs got up and roared. They bellowed to the sky. Then after the helicopters left, they started mating like mad. The vibrations. Yep, yep. Feel How's the vibrations. That? So it got them into the mood because you know what happens? It simulated to them it's like a storm's coming. Right. And so what happens in the crocodile world, right, is when there's a storm coming, they go and make babies quickly because then when the storm subsides, they can hatch without having the problems of the storm. So Thank you, David Attenborough. chance of surviving. <laughs> what about that? There you go. So the chopper gets them a little excited. I so feel like I've just read National Geographic. If you had a chopper going over the frog farm, if there was a frog farm in that situation, you just have all these female frogs just lying there dead and all these other <laughs> Kermits going, what the hell's going on? <laughs> What's going on in the, in the animal world? I like it. Um, you know what I was thinking of doing it. Yeah. Because after news tonight, I might commandeer the Channel 7 chopper and fly it over Henley tonight <laughs> and whip your big croc James into a frenzy. 
And I might make like a frog and play dead. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. In life, there are unanswerable questions. These are not those, but damn it, they're close. My head hurts. So it must be time for The Riddle Man. Yes, it is, and my head hurts because uh, we have got some tickets, four tickets to the exclusive screening of Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, which launches tomorrow night. We have got the premiere going, and we'll organise dinner beforehand for you. Uh, my head hurts because this station actually should be just called Taylor Swift FM. We play so much of it, and I couldn't remember a name. That was remarkable. Taylor Smith. And, and I not... just let you sit there as well and rot. Do you <laughs> know, for you a moment, it. I really panicked. Yeah, you get that hot flush, and I'm thinking... <laughs> I actually can't remember her name. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> no, I'm sorry I didn't bail you out. It was no, just, it's good. You I just watched have. you squirm. It was great. Wouldn't have bailed you out, mate. Don't no, worry. That's true, exactly. Good <laughs> okay, here we are. This is uh, our opportunity to pick up that wonderful prize. It is our riddle man. Okay, Beck, you ready to go? Yeah. Give go. me a word that has four vowels in a row. Four vowels in a row. Yep. A-E-I-O-U are yep. our vowels. Yep, four vowels in a row, right? So I need a word. With four vowels in a row. What do you reckon? Can you think of anything? No, that's words a tough are one. my thing. Yeah, it's a t- now is this a trick or is this a legitimate... Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Ah, that's where you need to be careful. So this could be lateral, right? Is it a oh. trick or am I legitimately asking for four vowels yeah. in a row? Okay, oh. Vicky from Semaphore Park. Vic, what do you reckon? What word have you got? A-E-I-O-U. <laughs> <laughs> No, it isn't. But thank you so much for playing. Well done. <laughs> Good on you, Vic. Still, I think. It's um, hard being first. It's tough, right? Becky, you having any luck there? No. Okay. All right. What about Tamika from Andrew's Farm? Tamika, a uh, word with four vowels in a row. Maybe vowed? V-O-W-E. No, doesn't no. work, Tamika. But thanks for thinking a bit laterally. <laughs> thank you. Because vowel. Radio. Camilla from Morford Vale. Camilla, have you got a word with four vowels in a row? Uh, no idea. Oh, thanks for playing. Have a no look worries. at this one. Can ben. we buy a vowel? You, you can. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a vowel. Right. E is in there. E is in there. Right. Okay. Let's go to Joanne from Andrews Farm. Come on, Joanne. Thirteen ten sixty. Give us a call too to get in line here. Joanne may get it though. Uh, a word with four vowels on the trot, Joanne. Um, Q. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. a real word. It's not yep. a trick. <laughs> hey, well done, Joanne. How wow. was that? That's so true. Thank you, you so much. How do you spell it, Beck? Q-U-E-U-E. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Joanne, you are off to go and see the Taylor Swift Eras to a film tomorrow night. You can take three buddies with you and we'll share your dinner as well. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Very welcome. Well done, you smart little cookie, you. (laughs) Thank you very much. See, I always look for the catch and the trick. You know that one there? That was just just a a general thinking. General knowledge one. Yep. Well done. Q-U-E-U-E-Q. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Good. You'll never forget that for the rest of your life. I won't. Congratulations, Joanne. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. Newsreader M is in with a couple of the news headlines this morning. Good morning, guys. Hi, well, Emma. Welcome back. Thank you. You've been on the sick list the last few days. I have. Just a bit of a cold. Yeah, you still okay. sound a bit nosolo. Bit Lot, in the nose. Bit going around. Not COVID? No. Okay, good. Because Had one rat left. We are within one and a half metres. We are. Mm. Mm. Cute. Is that a thing? 
Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it almost feels like COVID's disappeared, but anyway. I thought, I thought my throat was a bit scratchy. I thought, oh, the spicy cough, but no. Uh, thanks. New Zealand man has mm. jumped into the record books for the most bungee jumps in 24 hours. How many? 941. I, no. Yes. Really? 941 bungee jumps. Yep. Uh, how, well, hang on. How many, uh, 24 hours, what does it work out to be? So it's about like one every 90 seconds. Get out. How could you do that? <laughs> also, what, like, when do you stop to have, have a little wee? Actually, I hadn't thought of that. Food? Food? I guess he didn't Anything? eat for 24 hours. Um, have you bungee jumped? No, and I don't care to. Okay. I'm not an no. adrenaline junkie. You haven't junkie. done it? No. You have? Uh, I have. I'm, I'm petrified of heights. <gasps> Then Absolutely why? petrified. Well, because I thought it would overcome my fear of okay. heights. And it was in Cairns and it was like this big structure you've got to walk up. And I went up there and I thought, I've just got to do it. So I went and did it and just jumped off forward. And then I quickly ran back up and then did it backwards straight away before I could think. So I sort of did two in a couple right. of minutes and it didn't cure my fear. It was Same horrendous. Oh, that fr- that it's you're ho- losing your stomach yeah. that you even get in a roller coaster. It's, it's horrific. And then and you, you're essentially jumping on rubber bands. So yep. you've got to put some faith in the rubber bands, although the ones, where was he? New Zealand? Yes. Well, he's tested them a bit, hasn't he? They've yep. obviously worked well. Yeah, but what if 941 times is, is the capacity of the band? That's it a very <laughs> good point. Maybe, anyway. Maybe they uh, got some new bands for him, but that is astounding. Ridiculous. Good luck to him across Goodness. the ditch. Mm. And uh, a major overhaul of bowel cancer testing. So, you know, screening mm-hmm. starts at 50. Well, mm. they're now going to start at 45. Oh, right. you get your little letter from the government mm. um, yes. and you have to scrape a bit of your poo off. No, you, yeah. you would have I've done, it. done yeah, that. Absolutely. I'm due for another one. I've got one at home. Do you? Yeah, I've got one at home that I've got to do. And yes. you know what? It's been sitting there. And I saw that ad on TV where the bloke puts it in his drawer and leaves mm. it there. It's been sitting there for, I reckon, two or three months on the bench in the kitchen. And I am going to go home and do it today now that you've said that. Please do. Yeah. Do, do. Please do. <laughs> do, do. Poo. Um, yeah, when my hubby turned 50, he did the sample and then he put it in the fridge because he couldn't get it to the post yeah, office straight what you away. Do. You can't put poo in the fridge next to my yogurt. <laughs> Mate, it's in the container. I don't care. It's, it's not, still in my fridge. It's not a steamer sitting on a plate in no. there with glad <laughs> no, wrap over cooking. it. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. I've got the magic in me. Magic, 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 Hello. Hang on. Hang on, Fee, you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, good. Okay, Fee, right. Uh, you're in your car right now, yeah? Legitimate. Brilliant. Now, Fiona, just to establish credibility here that this is no setup, um, have you and I met before? I've never. Okay. Absolutely not. Right. You comfortable with that, Beck? Yeah, absolutely not. Sounds like she doesn't want to meet you. No? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Right. Um, uh, Fiona, what are you doing right now while you're in your car? Um, I, I've ju- I'm just coming um, home from a sneaky coffee before work. Ooh. I work from home. Oh, good on you. Good on you. Is mm. it by choice or is that because of COVID and you've sort of stayed there doing um, it? It's, it's from COVID, but yeah. I can be in the office if I want to, yeah. yeah. Clearly you don't like your colleagues, so you decided to stay home. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask you three questions, okay? So you're in your car. You've pulled over? Yes. Yeah, what road are you on? 
uh, Emerald Street. Oh, yeah. Okay. No worries. That's good. All right. Let me just deploy what I need to into the sky. All right. Okay. Uh, Fiona, I'm going to ask you three questions. Uh, you just said you had a sneaky coffee. Um, how do you have your coffee? I had a long macchiato today. Oh, hello. Fancy, fancy. A little long macchiato. Wait, for those people that aren't uh, coffee connoisseurs, what's your long macchiato involve? Um, it's uh, like a double shot of coffee with a dash of milk. Right. So you are, you're just peaking at the moment. Uh, I'm hoping oh, I'm hoping to. It hasn't settled in just yet. Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to go crazy. You're working from home. You're going to be more efficient than in the office anyway. Right. Yes, yes. Fiona's had a long macchiato to get things going. Um, we've t- heard before that uh, Jerry Seinfeld has hinted towards a reunion for Seinfeld. I always think you're either a Friends fan or a Seinfeld fan. What would you choose between the two? Well, actually, neither, but I'd say Friends. Right. <laughs> you're a neither. Okay. No, that's fine. You can be neither. I quite like okay. that. Um, yep. Righto. And my final question is, how much money would you need to find on the ground to hand it back to the police? Ooh. What would be a tipping oh, point for you? Oh gosh. Um, uh, maybe 50 bucks and up. Oh, so if yeah. you found two fifties rolled up, you'd take it to the police station? Yeah, I think maybe yeah. I would. Fiona, aren't you a good egg? That's pretty yeah. good. I would have thought maybe five grand or something. I mean, <laughs> if you found a roll of a thousand on the, on the street, Beck, would you yeah. hand it in? 500 probably be mine. Okay. All right. Well, clearly uh, Fiona's a lot more honest than you. <laughs> All right. So, Fiona, 50 bucks plus, you're going to give it to the cops. Um, righto. Let me just compute those questions and answers into my mind and uh, stay there. Um, and I will tell you the colour and the make of your car next, okay? Okay. Don't go anywhere. I got the magic in me. Uh, smack bang in the middle of Magic Mark, which means uh, I have got Fiona on the line from Flagstaff Hill. Fiona, you still there? Yes, I am. Fiona, you uh, still sitting in the car? Have you gone hands-free and you're driving now? No, no, I'm in the car. Okay, beautiful. So you, you're actually stationary? Stationary. Hmm, that's what I thought. Can okay. see that in your mind's eye? Uh, my mind's eye can see everything, Beck. <laughs> I can close my eye and still see through my mind's eye. Righto. My mind's eye, Fiona, is telling me. That after the three questions I asked you, okay, uh, your favourite coffee is a what? It's a long macchiato. You better believe it. Righto. Uh, Seinfeld or Friends, if you had to choose, you actually go neither. Neither. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, that establishes a lot and tells me a lot about you, actually, Fiona, which is fine. It's not negative. It's not positive. It's just about who you are, Fiona. (laughs) Okay. um, Now, I also gave you a hypothetical. How much money would you have to find on the street before you would hand it to the cops and not keep it. And I'll tell you what, you are one of the honest good Samaritans in town. You said for 50 bucks, if you found 50 or more, you'd go and hand it at the police station. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, Fiona, you are either um, really honest or you're a stone-cold liar, and I'm going to run with the honesty side of it, okay? (laughs) So, Fiona, I can tell you from that, because you are honest, you're a very good person, no doubt about that. Um, I can tell straight up, right, that you're honest... And you're a very calm, collected person, despite the fact that you've got a double-shot caffeine going your way. Um, I'm going to say your car is like a mid sort of colour, not super dark and not super light, right? Because I get this sort of mid-personality for you. I'd say it's like blue. Is your car blue? It is. It is. God, this is amazing, isn't it? Okay, so you're driving a blue car. And, yeah. Um, I reckon it isn't big. 
So I'd say it's a bit more of a compact car, and a lot of compacts around, I'd say it's a t blue Toyota. Am I getting close? You're so close. That's nuts. All right. Well, let's just put the cherry on top. I reckon you're driving a blue Toyota Yaris. How's that? Oh, I... what? Yes? Yeah! You're definitely magic. Fiona! How good magic is that? Mark. Magic you Mark. are incredible. Beck, what are you doing? I wouldn't go that far, Fiona. <laughs> well, Beck, it's a blue Toyota Yaris. I, I mean, what are the chances? SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.